Morning, family. Let us introduce you to Triple M's weekend breakfast. Loz gets a parking ticket at least once a fortnight. Tomo is best known for having too many cold ones on a Friday night. And having the smallest lips in Adelaide. Be a new way to wake up on weekends. 7 till 9am, Saturday and Sunday. Triple M's weekend breakfast with Loz and Tomo. Good morning, Adelaide. Great to have you company on this lovely Sunday morning as I look outside here on level 1370 Franklin Street. Oh, what a genuine picture. Good morning to you, O'Callaghan. You going all right, mate? You're looking at that, and I'm looking at those skinny lips. Oh, yeah, God, I copped it there. It looks like someone's just took a scalpel to a breast fillet. Yes, I understand that, okay? <laughs> uh, peg lips, they call me, mate. <laughs> Things aren't going too well here. And, and uh, look, I'm self-conscious about it because I had no idea that I had small lips until you brought it to my attention. Well, I had no idea I had an upside-down witch's hat for a chin oh. until you brought it to my attention. Sorry, that thing could cut glass. You know that. Yeah. Okay. Could engrave a ring. <laughs> That'd be cheaper than Mr. Minute. <laughs> Hey, Lozzy, big, big show today. We've got Amos Gill coming in after Whoa. 8 o'clock, which I'm thoroughly looking forward to. And um, I'm going to have to have my hand firmly on the dump button because you never know with that cat. Well, Dittmar is very nervous about him. And when he comes in every week. Yeah, that dump button gets a workout. I actually might pose a question to Gilly about Dittmar. Really? Yeah, I'll throw one at him, I reckon. Well, if anyone knows. Yep, absolutely. That's coming up after 8 o'clock. But coming up next, uh, uh, defecating at work. Now, what? I know. I know we're starting off blue, but it's early, okay? So there's a company that they're complaining of uh, paying the employees too much while they're on the old nugget time. <laughs> what? Just, we're giving them too many gold nuggets for them to just do brown ones. <laughs> oh, that's good, actually. Yeah. Not a bad line. Now, there's companies and they're making complaints about um, paying people too much, and they love to do that, don't mm. they? Any chance they get to oh, just pull no the purse strings. Yep, let's go. Maybe don't give your, your CEO a $20 million bonus. How about that? <laughs> Oh, God. Taking a real Oh, rip. yeah. This is a personal clip here. <laughs> Can you tell I'm a socialist? Anyway, um, they're saying that they're paying people too much mm. when all they do is sit on the toilet. Yeah, okay. So there is some employees at a company, okay, that is sits on the throne, Loz, mm. for one working day a week. Eight hours, okay? That's Eight hours ridiculous. of sitting on the throne. That, uh, it's actually not possible, is it? I, you'd have, you know, you'd, you'd hurt your bum cheeks. You I know when your legs so. go numb because you yeah. sit on the crown for oh, too long? nothing worse, is it? And you're sitting there. See, it, I think it, it's the is, throne, not the crown. Uh, the what would you say? I said when you sit on the crown. Oh, okay. I don't think you're sitting you should, on the crown? <laughs> you shouldn't be sitting on the crown. Shouldn't be doing that, mate. You should no. be sitting on the throne. Personal question to you, like very personal. Yeah. You just, I expect an answer. <laughs> um, how long does it take you? I your pardon. Like, because I'm sort of job done in about eight minutes, but I'll hang in there for another eight and scroll. Well, we've always called you two turds, Tomo, yeah, two because turds, Tomo, yeah. you would take two before we even go on air. Yeah, one in the morning when I used to leave the hills and then one when I got to the radio That's station. That's right. Yeah, two. Thomas. That is, and that to me is really unusual. Yeah, To, right. have, to have two, one and a sequel back to back so yeah. close together. Well, the second one's not. Were they filmed at the same time, like no. The Hobbit? <laughs> And then they can just release them. <laughs> Lord of the Freckle too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Actually, rings would have worked. Come into a theatre near you. The no, Chucky so, Dart. So I'm one. Right, so I'm one at work, but I've got no issue with it whatsoever. But I'm not taking eight hours a week. Oh. So I can understand this if I'm the company man. Look, I will say that, no pun intended, I have definitely taken the piss with this. Like, oh, really? I have spent a long time yeah. in toilets over the years sitting there staring at the wall or staring at my phone just to get away. Yeah, okay. One of the main reasons is, as well is that I've always worked with smokers and yeah. I'm a non-smoker and I feel like 
really in, like angry yeah, right. that they would always take smokos. Yeah, they get that little break. They get that little break yeah, to yeah, get away. Yeah, it's yeah. like, well, I want to go away. And so my only way of having that was to just sit on the toilet. Sometimes I wouldn't even wee. Yeah, well, you just Wouldn't even pull my pants down. Scroll, I, just, <laughs> I just have the lid down and yep. just sit. And beautiful. Um, yeah. Can I just share a quick story? Because you can't do this on the building side, okay? So I'm a, I'm a tradesman throughout the week. Mm. You can go to the toilet in and out, but everyone knows, yeah, okay? Yeah. Because you're all working at the, doing the same thing. So everyone yeah. knows when you go to the toilet. Sure. Um, a young apprentice, okay, mm-hmm. this is a few years ago. So he had a boss who was very needy and wanted things done like all the time. And the young yeah. apprentice had to do everything. Yeah. He needed to snap one off. So he's gone to the toilet and The apprentice? The apprentice yeah. is gone, right? So he's gone <laughs> to the toilet and halfway through doing his business, <laughs> the boss has yelled out, We need a mix! We need mud! We need cement right now. <laughs> Expecting the apprentice to do it. Okay. And he's, so he's halfway through doing what he's doing. Making his own mud. Yeah, yeah that's right. <laughs> yelling at him. The boss is yelling at him profusely, going absolutely nuts. And he had to finish his business early because he can't <laughs> yell out lots. So he's there, sort of, bits aren't still hanging around sort of thing. <laughs> and had to mix a whole batch of mud, of cement, and then go and then go back in and finish his business. Wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. He, he stopped early. He stopped early. I... He, he turtlenecked it. <laughs> Prairie dog <laughs> poking its head in and out of the hole. It's actually medically not recommended to do that. Oh, really? To squeeze one back up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, unexpected drink orders. You know, like your guilty pleasures, Lars. We'll do yeah. that after eight. Well, I work in a pub mm. when I'm not here, and it's just sometimes the people that come up, you think you can read a book by its cover, yep. and then they order a, yeah, a Cosmo. It just doesn't happen. Okay. <laughs> we'll get to that after 8 o'clock. Now, Lozzie, I'm a... Uh, I'm a bricklayer by trade, so throughout the week um, I do that. And uh, I'm starting to get really annoyed. So everyone sort of says to you, oh, how do you do sort of both jobs and whatever? And I'm just like, no, you do it fine. I handle it fine. But Mm. I'm getting to that age now. And look, I think I've got a bit of boomer energy about me. Oh, you are. the. How old are you? I'm 27. Yeah. You've got the energy of a 52-year-old man named Greg. Really? Yes. Wow. You radiate it. Wow. I can tell you all the things. Okay. Yeah, well, go on. Just give me a couple. Obsessed with your lawn. Yeah, that's true. The kaiku is flying at the moment. You talk about the weather constantly. Beautiful. 24 degrees. So. Fuel prices get oh, you go. Yeah, I tell you what, you get to Strath at the moment at the United there, <laughs> down to a dollar twenty-four. Coffee's an issue for you. The heat and temperature and the size of a coffee. Yeah, the one that Benny made before wasn't it was <laughs> a shit house. You said it's lukewarm at best, and what is this a thimble? <laughs> okay, enough of that, mate. All right, this is my segment. <laughs> anyway, Sorry. I'm going to do, and this and this is for all you clients out there that get stuff done by the hardworking tradies, the mm. blue collar workers that keep this country going. <laughs> Okay? God, so yeah. Really keeping up, us afloat at Triple M Breakfast. I've come up with the top five things that clients do that piss tradies off. Okay. Okay. Can you speak for your entire community here? No. I speak for myself. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here we go. So, number five. Mm. When the client snoops around and they watch you work like a bloodthirsty eagle, okay? So they check on all your work. You know, they oh, you're doing this right with the specifications. Shut up, okay? Yeah. They all get caught up in the fact that they think they're the only person to ever get an extension done, yeah. like our boss, Matt O'Reilly, yeah. okay? Uh, imagine working for that man. Like, oh, he we would do. Ju- he would, yeah, well, we do, I guess. <laughs> He's got nothing to do with the brickwork with him because <laughs> he would just pick you apart. He's already admitted this as well, okay? Yeah, that, yeah okay. No good. Number four. Mm-hmm. When the client's asked, <clears throat> excuse me, why does this job need to be paid in cash? Oh. It just does. Okay? <laughs> it, it benefits everybody. 
Okay, just play along with it. Go Wait. to the ATM, pull it out, and it, everyone works. But it, don't everyone you, wins. Do you not have like a fake answer for that to give people? No. <laughs> no, no, no. It's Surely by now mm. you would have come up with something like. No. No, I just say everybody wins. That's all I need to say. And I, when I say everybody wins, um, I hope the ATO is not listening. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> number three. It's Monday morning, right? Yeah, okay. 98% of tradies are still scratchy from the previous day. Okay. okay. The, the yep. proceedings. Because let's yep. be honest, everyone's an alcoholic. Every trade. <laughs> and they've had a few beers, all right? And you're working on the client's house and then you go home for the weekend and you come back Monday morning. Mm. I, I, seriously, nine times out of ten, they've had people come through and check out the work. Okay, mm-hmm. so they've they've got a, a barbecue, and there's always that one wanker uncle mm. that comes around, and he's, usually his name's Richard. Uncle Richard comes around, and he puts in his two cents because mm. he did three weeks of labouring for a concreter in yes. 1992. Yep. Mate, you don't understand the engineering report, okay? Yep. Keep it to yourself and shut up. And right. then, once again, everyone wins. Richard Cranium. Yes, exactly right. Okay. Number four. The God, comment, how many of these are there? There's five. The <laughs> For comment, the love of God. The comment, I saw this on the block. <laughs> that can go and get rooted. Yeah. Because... You know what? The house was made of balsa wood. <laughs> exactly. That's why, it, that's why it took them three days to build it. They did it in 24 hours. Did they love? It's oh. an unfair edit, okay, as we say in the industry. And the number one thing here, Loz, there's a special spot reserved for people who don't flash their lights when there's a speed camera coming ahead. Okay. okay? Yeah. There's a special spot reserved for people that fight in elevators. Okay. okay. In hell. But there's a magical spot in hell reserved for wanker clients that don't offer you a beer on a Friday <laughs> afternoon. Okay. Okay. So Whoa. get this right. If you've got a hardworking tradie there on a Friday afternoon, just offer him a Foster's. Just do anything, okay? We would take anything. I'd take ton bitter for Christ's sake. So basically what you're saying is just leave us alone, Yep. pay in cash, Yep. and get us drunk. There you go! <laughs> the life of a bricklayer. <laughs> <laughs> so I work when I'm not here at a pub, and I do that pretty much because I would be bored out of my mind. Mm. Um, I, we're only here at Saturday and Sunday. Yeah, that's right. And I kind of just realised, I thought, oh, that'd be great, have the whole week off. Yeah. And then I did it for a couple of weeks and I lost my mind. I, this is like the people that win the lotto and stay at work. It, like they do because they need to fill a week. I'm just bored. Not that we've won the lotto doing weekend breakfast. <laughs> No, quite the opposite. Um, no, but it's a good way to sort of stay in touch with my friends who work in hospital and, and also, you know, like make just a bit of spending money. It's yep. just, but what I've noticed is that people think that, well, first of all, they think that we got fired from our old job. That is true. A lot of people think we got fired. That is and true. And people come to, yeah, oh, mate, really? you wouldn't believe. And because like not a lot of promo was done here um, for when we started. <laughs> Um, not not everyone knows that we work here. Yeah, right. So I'm I'm say, the... you can't get fired off ratings that we produce. <laughs> Unbelievable. No, and they had, were had begging a, us not to go. Had a fair bit to do with me. Um... <laughs> God, you are repulsive today. <laughs> so I'm at the pub and I'm working and people come in and they look at me going, you poor thing. Yeah. You know, just lost, snobs. Lost her job. Seriously, people are such snobs. It's unbelievable. When I say I'm working in hospitality, yeah. they look at me like you poor, oh, you poor like thing. I've got leprosy yeah, or something. Seri- oh, you lost your job volunteering. Unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> so what I want to do is come up with a, a sort of to wankify the hospo title so okay. it sounds fancier than it actually is because mm. really I'm just slinging beers yeah, yeah, yeah. and handing out schnitties. Well, we can do this on 0488851047 if you want the Triple M family involved. Yeah, get, get involved. How do I wankify the hospo job title? Well, I can give you one right off the top of my head. Oh, please you. do. At hospo? Yeah. 
What about the director of beverages and cuisine? Oh, no, I can't even say it, let alone do it. <laughs> director of beverages and cuisine. Or cuisine? Is it cuisine? <laughs> I can't, I'm worried now. I'm really worried. <laughs> How long should I leave him hanging? Director. No, s- screw you. You're in hospital. <laughs> the director of beverages and cuisine? That's Is that it? what you mean? Cuisine. Cuisine. As in lean cuisine. Remember lean cuisine? Is there a silent cue there? (laughs) Lean cuisine, mate. Do you reckon I've eaten that before? (laughs) Look at me. (laughs) So, Director of Beverages and Cuisine. Yes, there you got you. That does sound a little bit fancier. Yeah, I mean, if I say that at Christmas at the barbecue Mm -hmm. and so that my aunties and uncles don't look at me like you poor thing, that might help me. What are you when you're not here? Well, I'm a bricklayer by trade. Is there a way we can wankify that title? Well, it does sound very sort of solid and bold, doesn't it? Bricklayer. That's what you do. It does does what it says says on on the the tin. tin. (laughs) (laughs) But what about um, a manufacturer of red clay technician? You ma- no, because that would mean you manufacture the technician. Uh, You're a technician of red clay manufacturing. Oh, there you go. God, mate, I don't even think I could say that. Do you know what I think I should be doing professionally? What? Coming up with these job titles. Okay, there you go. And then what would that be? Oh, don't, 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 mate. I've got a massive <laughs> headache right now. I think I still might be under the influence, okay? All right, so we can get him a lean cuisine. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's do this. 0488501047. How do you spruce up your job title? Mm. Wankify it for us. What yeah. do you got? Yeah, look, I mean, are you a. a <laughs> you're a bin man, but you're a designated refuse officer. Now we're starting <laughs> yeah. to cook with some gas. 0488501047 receptionist. Director of first impressions. <laughs> there you go. We're talking now, how do you spruce up your job title? You wankify it. What, you wankify it. Mm. One of the great moments in radio just happened. Uh, we were trying to come up with a way to make hospo sound a little bit sprucier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you came up with this, Tomo. What about the director of beverages and cuisine? Oh, no, I can't even say it, let alone do it. <laughs> director of beverages and cuisine. Or cuisine? Is it cuisine? <laughs> I can't, I'm worried now. I'm really worried. <laughs> How long should I leave him hanging? That's an unfair edit. What do you mean unfair edit? That was raw. I don't know if that happened. That went straight from the node. Director of beverages and cuisine. Cuisine. Are you kidding me? It must be that one word that I can't say. Oh, yeah, the one. (laughs) (laughs) What's the other one that I struggle with? Anonymous. Oh, shit. Anonymous. Anonymous. Yes. When we break it down and you use your vowels. Bill Brownless. You look like him too. We're asking, there you And we're asking on uh, 0488501047, how do you spruce up your job title, Lozzie? Well, I mean, sometimes you have to do it. Mm-hmm. And when you're putting things on a resume yeah. and you've only worked hospo and at a supermarket, yep. you know, a customer liaison mm-hmm. instead of a checkout chick. Okay. A uh, garbage man? Yeah. Uh, a gar- like a garbo, like yeah, a truck yeah. driver. <laughs> man made of garbage, yeah. yeah. Well, plenty of them <laughs> rolling around. Especially and some of them don't work. Yeah, some of them are lawyers and doctors and <laughs> can be anything. Um, a garbage truck driver, like a garbo, mm. sanitation energy engineer. <laughs> I can't speak today. I've honestly got something wrong with me. I think we I know what it is. something to do with those 12 tails. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I think, yeah, I mean, garbos get it. That's a pretty... We would be lost without them. Yes, oh, 100%. We'd be in absolute hell without them. Communication executive? What's that? Call centre worker. Oh, okay. That's not bad, is it? Can we, can we That's really good. Can you imagine saying that to someone 
but then actually just having to say it's a call center. Yeah. Like you're out of, you're, hi, how are you going? Oh, what do you do? I'm a communications executive. Oh, oh what does that entail? Yeah. I, I work in a call well, center. I'm the bastard that brings you every other day, mate, on a private number. <laughs> No caller ID. No, thank you. Um, uh, Gary's just said in here that he used to work in the media distribution officer as a media distribution officer. (laughs) What did you just say? He used to work as a media distribution officer, which is known as a paper boy. Okay. I need a speech therapist is what I need. Just the irony of talking about jobs whilst you can't do yours. Like struggling to actually do your job. I know. This is truly horrific. How do I get paid for this? Still, <laughs> I don't it's, know. It's a, I need a royal commission into this job, I reckon. Triple M. Some say it's better to have loved and lost than to never have lost at all. Jack, I want you to draw me like one of your French girls. Right now, we give you lost in love. Like I'm telling you what to do. Oh, we will, Mr. Thomas. <laughs> Why did I say I, I got no idea. Weather chat. I got no idea. <laughs> we will. Oh, we will. Thank you very much for that. Let's proceed. What? Sorry. Anyway. Okay, lost in love. Do you want, do you want to explain it or yeah, are you still sure. looking at the sun? No, no, I've let that go. <laughs> I've moved funny. on. <laughs> Benny's happy with it. They say those who can't do should teach. Mm. So I'm giving advice on the thing that I can't get right in my own life, which is love. But you wouldn't say that on the street. Like, no, you wouldn't, would you? Enjoy the weather, like, like it's a week. I don't want to. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you, this is going back on me. Yeah. Enjoy. I said, enjoy this Sunday, you knuckleheads. Enjoy this weather. If you don't enjoy it, I'll be mad. Oh no! How this has turned around on me? This is a barrage and an unsavoury one at best. Okay, so let's get back to the segment. I don't know how funny this actually is. No. <laughs> I'm loving it, but. Could just be the insanity of my hangover. Um, Alicia, you are going to bring some personal things from your life. Yeah, I've actually had a couple of things this week that made me go, oh, am I just a weirdo? Mm. Oh, the answer to that is yes. <laughs> well, yeah, we all know that. Time for the Triple M family to enjoy this segment as well. Which was- <laughs> <laughs> just in case they didn't. Just in case you're not, guys. You don't if if you're not, turn the radio off and go enjoy the weather. Yeah. <laughs> What do you say when it's raining? <laughs> Don't I? Screw this. I'm not working here in winter. You know, we'll go and get rooted. Okay, let's and go. En- and enjoy it too. <laughs> yeah, enjoy it. Make sure you enjoy it. Close your eyes. Grab the back of the neck. Think of someone else. <laughs> All right, Alicia. I'm so sorry. All right. We're going to have to bring this. We're three minutes into this segment and we haven't had one. Should we just do it next? Yeah. I reckon. What's the song coming up there, Benny? Let's punch out. And enjoy it. We're joined right now, though, by producer Alicia. Good morning. Morning. We were going to do Lost in Love, which is a segment where I give unsolicited love advice, but it was just completely insane. (laughs) a train wreck four minutes ago, Adelaide. (laughs) It was an absolute train wreck. So we're going to go now to something completely different. Um, You are from the UK, Alicia. I am. And you've recently become an Australian citizen. I did my ceremony on Tuesday. Thank you. Um, Just quietly, weird to do it on a Tuesday. It was. (laughs) I was like, when I 
got the appointment thing, I was like, why are they doing this on a Tuesday was at 6pm? Was it like, like <gasps> dinner and drinks there? No. What? It's very cold and ca- like callous. What's yeah. very uh, really? Yeah, it's like God. going to a graduation. Yeah, it's not like a party. They did my it's like mom. A formal like. like well, I tell you what, I partied at my graduation. Well, yeah. <laughs> like to pass year ten was a big thrill for me. <laughs> 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 then you did year eleven and twelve over seven years. Yeah, that's. <laughs> The greatest seven years of my life. Just got your sace last week. Yeah, yeah, I was actually gutted that school is cancelled last year. <laughs> um, so, Leash, we want to have a bit of fun because Tom and I, are, we were born in Australia yeah. and um, I think one of the funny things about Australians is that we don't really know much about our own country. Fair to say, mate, we grew here, you flew here. Oh, that is truly <laughs> horrific. <laughs> you... I'm off you today, Tom. That is the crookest thing I've ever said. Yeah, well, on air. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to give us some of the questions that you had to answer to become an Australian citizen. Yes. Because there's a pretty extensive test, isn't there? Yeah, it's a pretty pretty intense booklet you've got to go through. You've got to memorise the whole thing because you don't know what the questions are going to be. Bloody hell. All right. so I got 100%. So. Well, well, you got 100%. I got 100%, mate. Of course wow. I did. I'm, I'm a, a loyal citizen. So let's let's see crack. if you guys let's are. Let's see if we can pass it. Do you um, know what this reminds me of, Loz? It's like sitting down for a learner's test driving when you're 32. Yeah, no, I wouldn't be able to pass one. I no, I'd, I'd really struggle. Well, because it's so subconscious. Yeah, give way I, to the left, yeah? I don't actually know any of the rules. I just do it without realising it. I'm totally with you. Right, let's okay, go. Okay, we'll, we'll buzz in with our names. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. Cool. Good luck to Tom on this, by the way. Good luck to Tomo. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Oh, well, now you can't me even a... pronounce cuisine. Oh. <laughs> we'll see how he goes. Wow. Barrage again. Name one Australian cuisine. Oh. Don't you mean cuisine? <laughs> Workplace bullying, this. All right, let's go. It's highest on it. What year did the first fleet arrive? Tomo. 1788. Yes. Yeah. That's actually floored me that you mm. knew that. I've got that That's tattooed on my wrist. <laughs> you would with that comment earlier. <laughs> what is the national flower of Australia? Loz. It's a wattle. Golden wattle. Yes. I thought it was a tulip. What? No. Are you out of That's your mind? Holland, I think. <laughs> what are you a citizen over there too? Yeah, yeah. yeah she's okay. Dutchy, please. Okay. One <laughs> What is another name for the House of Representatives? Tomo. Cabinet. No. What? Is it par- Parliament House? No. Oh. Okay, so we both got that one wrong. What is it? The lower house. Oh, oh yeah, okay. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That was actually on my test, that question. Oh, that so. did, and you got that right. I got that right. It's like Northeast Road and Lower Northeast Road. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Where's Upper Northeast Road? That's what <laughs> yeah, I want to know. Cool. What is the official symbol of Australia called? Uh, oh, Tomo, Union Jack? That's the UK. <laughs> the official symbol. Oh, I got it, Tomo. Southern Cross. No. He's just asking... gone by the tattoos on his back. Yes, yeah. <laughs> that's right. Wait, Family official symbol. <laughs> 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 so, I mean, I'm half British as well. So, what's that the official symbol? <laughs> mm-hmm. Symbol. Symbol. <laughs> Who needs to know this shit? What is it? Me! I had to learn this shit. So now you all are as well. What is it? The Commonwealth Coat of Arms. Oh, the Coat of Arms, arms, right? Yeah, with all the animals jumping on each other's backs. (laughs) All right, more questions, please. (laughs) Who is Australia's head of state? Loz. 
The Queen. Yes. Oh, God. Tomo looked so confused when I asked that question. No which, which state? I was going to say Greg Blewett. <laughs> <laughs> you kiss ass. Okay. What is the national gemstone? Oh. Mm. The national gemstone? Yeah. Oh, lots. Is it an opal? It is. Oh, that's very I've got good. one around me neck. Oh, wow. Okay. I reckon we'll just do one more question. Yeah. I don't think I can win this. Last one. <laughs> what is. Good luck. Royal assist. Royal assist. Royal assist. assist. Yeah. What is it? Yeah. Nah, uh, no uh, idea. What is it? <laughs> no. <laughs> Royal assist. Yeah. Mm. What the hell? Another question. That was <laughs> shocking. It's what? No, this is educational. Mm. It's when the Governor General signs oh, yes, a bill yes. and it becomes a law. Okay, okay. yeah. It's called that. the Royal Assist. My God save the Queen because nothing will save the Governor General. <laughs> All right, one more then. Okay. This is good. What are the three powers of government? Uh, laws. To. Pass oh, God. bills? Is... No, it's not what government does. <laughs> okay, I don't know. There's right. three powers to like three. Name them off, mate. <laughs> I've got no up. idea. <laughs> <laughs> Legislative, executive, and judicial. Oh, really? I'd like to thank the fourth co host, the wrong dinger. <laughs> <laughs> We're joined in the studio by an old friend, a very friendly face. Uh, he's wearing <laughs> leggings without modesty shorts mm. on the top. So I know him a little better than I did before. Uh, welcome, Amos Gill. It was a cold ride in from Allgate. I just want that from the start. I rode my bike to the studio today. So Just a bit of a weird flex to start as well from Allgate, because we're a good 19Ks away, I reckon. Yeah. Yeah. Well, mate, it's all downhill, <laughs> as this interview will be. Are you riding home? No, I'm not going to ride home. I put it in the car and go back up the hill. <laughs> Oh, now, Amos, you've been all around, mate. Um, regional towns you've been tackling lately, though, you know, and, and my favourite one, well, obviously, we're following you on uh, Instagram, but you've been down at Panola. How did that go? Yeah, it was up there for the Winskutawara States uh, Wine Festival. Um, it was truly, let me just sum up the town of Panola. Okay. If you're not next to the, the, the ocean as a country town or the river, yeah. you're in real trouble. Yeah. yeah right, What's okay? the point of you? But that, <laughs> if you're a farmer, I, I get it again. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. It, I went in there, and this sums up the town of Panola, and they're lovely people. Mm. I'm never going back. <laughs> I, I, know, I didn't do very well at the gig. I was oh, making, so they I didn't make, like you. No, they didn't like me. Yeah, I was making okay. jokes about uh, the Chinese Communist Party, and a lady <laughs> went, started yelling out, oh, I love Chinese <laughs> restaurants, you racist. Right. So that, you know, I wasn't woke enough for Panola, which I think <laughs> says a lot about me. But I went into the fish and chippy afterwards, and there was a sign There's there so that said... so much more to touch on with the... <laughs> there was a sign that said new, like... New in store. Yeah. And I was like, oh, what have they got? Hash brown. Oh. So the hash brown's new up there in Panola. Like someone's gone, we'll take a risk on this. <laughs> you know, I've seen it. I went for a trip to the city. They've just discovered hash browns. <laughs> and had a hash brown. <laughs> and I thought this would do well down there. And like, maybe the, the shop owner's son's like, dad, dad, give it a go. And he's like, well, I don't know. <laughs> People like risk. chips, mate. I don't know about this big, thick chip. It's a bit odd. Don't worry about his profits and profit and loss statements. He's got the hash brown now. We sort of. But I was down. a bit. I was a bit demanding because I was like, "What's it like?" And the guys are like, "It's pretty good." <laughs> That's it. That's pretty good. Give it a go. It's really hard to go wrong with a hash brown. Yeah. I remember when the Inglewood Deli um, introduced potato fritters. They didn't oh, yeah. call them hash browns. They called them potato fritters. Yeah. Copyright, obviously. It was huge. It sent shockwaves through the community. Yeah. They still have a poster of Warren Treadray oh, no. on the wall. It's very faded, and it was a um, feel-good iced coffee. Ad, yeah. and he was wearing a very low 
towel mm. and it was a low fat one and it said, how low can you go? Oh, and he oh. treated us holding the feel good iced coffee. And all of us like 12, 13 year old girls at the time used to go in and just like pretend to. <laughs> well, hold on. You're saying Treaders was a sex <laughs> symbol, oh, no. was he? Yeah. yeah. Surely Everyone Gav Wanganay, their... not yeah. for a tread. It's Englewood, mate. <laughs> <laughs> in Englewood, Treaders goes far. Now, Amos, you do a weekly spot with um, Ruin Dits. I've heard it. Um, I've heard it a lot, actually. Talk now, about a tough crowd. And I mean, you're in like well, they were my job keeper. They pulled me through. <laughs> That's the only work I had for the last year. Well, we're, we're going to get to this very shortly because I did hear a little snippet of um, of audio, and uh, fair to say that Dits gave you nothing. Do you know that he owns half of America's private water supply? Bill what? Gates. He owns Bill Gates has bought up half he, of America's lo- private water. That's what he's buying. That's his new asset. Water. He's the water. Water's yeah. king. So it's ironic, isn't it, to know there was one thing he couldn't make wet. No. <laughs> Melinda. No, oh, they were loveless. Come on, dear. Give me something. They were loveless. I'm dying in here. No, you're not dying in here. <laughs> Where's Dittmar at? <laughs> now, look, I've, I've got to be honest with you. At, at least it made it to where he's dumped me about four or five times in the last. He's like, that. you're pushing it there. It's, I thought it was an all right bit. Oh, I, was. I thought it was I great. I liked it. I went I mean, straight but... over to Triple M Brisbane. I did it. I did well. I was sitting next to Dits. And the, Listen, bef- the befreckled the... man had absolutely no love he for him. He is the pearly gates of comedy. He, if it doesn't get past him, then there's just... Well, I normally do it on the phone because right. of the COVID regulations. What was it I'd like seeing in. his face? It's horrific because <laughs> not the head, but Ditz just has a real, like, it, it better be funny. Like some ra- <laughs> yeah, yeah, some yeah. radio shows you go on and they'll do the fake laugh. To yeah. like, you know, <laughs> to like, this, like what we're doing now. Support. Yeah. Ditz, yeah. Ditz is very much out of the school of no... <laughs> God. Terrible, <laughs> like brutal. Like Ditch's, uh, like when you guest on his show, some shows will be like, "So you've been up to much?" They lead you into a joke. Ditch goes, "Yeah, this is ruined. Ditch, take it away, Gilly." And then <laughs> yeah. you've got to be funny. <laughs> and if you're not, we should send sure. him to the open mic at the Rhino Room. Some of those kids would need to be watched for 24 hours after. He, no, he, I think he'd be a vital tool to end a lot of careers early. Yeah. You know, too many bun. people get too much. Like, that's the problem. There's too much support in the arts. Don't you think? I agree. Oh, people. you were funny tonight. Go No, stop. We you need are to dreadful. Stop giving a gold star to everyone, you know, at the end of the race. No, okay. I'm interested in the Summit of Man Dig, and you seem to know a little bit about a it. A little when bit. I, when I brought it up with you. Well, so, 1948. Yes, yeah. His body washes ashore in Somerton. No, nothing, there's no, no one knows who he is. No mm. one's identified him. There was a note found in a nearby car. Um, it was torn from a book. It was, it was a bit of poetry that said, it is finished. Yeah, Taman Shud, which is Persian for it is finished. It, it was in Persian. Mm. And then there was a woman nearby who, his, her phone number was in his pocket. They contacted her. She denied knowing him. But then when they showed her the picture, everyone said it looked like she was seeing someone that she knew like her face, and she looked really shocked. Mm. And the the photo of him isn't, it, I mean, you know, maybe you're thinking, oh, she saw a picture of a dead guy. That's pretty mm. shocking. He doesn't look, he's so fresh. He looks just like he's sleeping. See, to me, this is incredible. You brought this up randomly like six weeks ago. Do you remember? And yeah, we I've always ha- loved the Summerton Man See, story. Yeah, but it's not, it, to me, it's not just a, that sounds really weird. <laughs> that you say that. I've always loved that story. <laughs> Dad used to tell me before I went to bed. <laughs> yeah, the bedtime story. Grim, grim family. Yeah, and they never it. found you. You either got the three little pigs or the Summerton man. Every night, Summerton another man. missing person. <laughs> well, it's South Australia. No, but it's not like, it's it's not been a big, big thing though, has it? We've had. Well, I mean, it's a long time ago. Yeah, I guess so. But What do you know about it, Moss? Okay, so 
what I know about it is first and foremost, great day to be a Kubota excavator yes. man. Cause <laughs> oh, what an amazing job. Normally you, you're just fixing South road yeah, and, yeah, and yeah, it's yeah. Your career. and they go, yeah. Hey, any chance you can get to Centennial Park Oi, and tear a graver? <laughs> go, what? Yeah. There's a guy that drowned in 48 and the cops have got nothing better to do than work out who he is. That's They're trying right. to get a podcast. That's what's happening. Yes. The police commissioner is like, I love listening to these murder mystery yeah. podcasts. Does yeah. he? I want to be on Netflix. I mm. feel like cops would be sweating every time another one of those comes out because mm. all they reveal is that it's like, yes, and no one collected evidence at the scene. No one interrogated yeah. the actual killer. The cops did a terrible job. Those people doing podcasts are the only ones holding these cops accountable for the complete lack of work yeah. that was done. It was on a these cold cases. case until all <laughs> Audible.com came around <laughs> and they asked literally two questions and we're like, oh, that's the person who done it. And the cops are like, we didn't think about that. Yeah. 26 year old ABC journalist solves 40 year old crime. Like what were these By police Googling doing? something. We never asked the husband. Um, <laughs> he was at the scene of the crime. What? He had blood on his hands, but he's, oh, he said he was killing a mouse. Yes. There was a plague at the time. He was fishing. That's what it is. Yeah. The neighbours heard him say, die, die. <laughs> there was lots of screaming. It's all okay. <laughs> Amos Gill, thank you so much for coming in, mate. Uh, you're going to be touring with Jim Jeffries very soon. Where's all the info on that, brother? Uh, just just Google Jim Jeffries. <laughs> um, I believe that there's tickets still available. The yep. only seats left are on the extra late show. It's sold out nationwide. So wow. Wow. get along. Huge. Amos Bloody Gill, hell. ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much. Thanks, gang. Now we're talking unexpected drinks, loves. okay? Yeah, when people sort of break tight yep. when they're going to the bar. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. I work at a pub when I'm not here. Yeah. And um, you think you know what someone's going to get. I mean, they're, I mean, you get it right a lot of the time. Uh-huh. A lot of pale ales. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Scotch yeah. and Coke. So do you actually, do you sort of pick and choose? Like before actually them saying, I want this drink. You, you kind of subconsciously get a feel of what they're like. Yep. You think you know what they're going to say. Yeah. Oftentimes, I know when someone's going to get a Moscato or a, or, or a red wine. Yeah, like, you okay. can kind of just tell. And just a quick one as well. Like, it's it's uh, the pub that you work at is in the city. It's mm-hmm. not really a local for people, though, is it? It like is, it's, though. It is? Yes, But it it's is. more of, like, if you got your local, it's where you live. You're out in the burbs a little bit more. You know what I mean? Yeah, but what we get is the same people coming in every single day after work. Okay. So they work in town, and they'll stop by at the the waddle okay. and have a couple of drinks. So okay. they're the locals in, in their own respect. Yeah, okay. Plus there's like all of the employees mm. use it as their local because they get cheap drinks. No, so yeah. you've got the same people coming in and over and over again. Okay. But I, I often get guys who come up and I think I, I think you're going to get a beer, you're yep. going to get a scotch and coke, yep. and they'll get like, they'll get a vodka cruiser and yep. it'll blow me away. Yeah, that would. That would genuinely kill me. Now, Sir Donald Bradman, you, you know that great man. Of course. Yeah, okay. The road. That's right. So... <laughs> <laughs> Straight to the airport. Um, so, Sir Donald Ikea. Bradman. Yep. So, this is a man with an incredible record, a, a test average of 99.94, okay? The, the That's biggest, nuts. The biggest test average of all time. And it's ridiculous. I, personally, I don't think it'll be beaten. So, 52 tests, 234 first-class matches. Incredible. Okay, yep. The hundreds just speak for themselves. 29 yep. tons. All right, huge. If he, if he walked into your bar... Okay. With, and, his, and, yeah, he with is, his hat on? With his baggy green on. And yep. the, the late Don Bradman, obviously he's passed away, so this is all hypothetical. If he walked into the bar that you work at mm. and went to order a drink, what drink do you reckon that would be? God, I mean, it would be... This is a man that dominated <laughs> Australian cricket. If it, if it wasn't a hot Milo, um, probably... <laughs> <laughs> probably... 
An a, alcoholic beverage? A Cooper's Pale Ale. You think you'd go local? Well, yeah. Well, yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I think it would be, or a West End draft. Okay. Yeah. So he, you reckon he'd be a local cat? Are you telling, are you bringing this up because Donald Brabham has a weird fruit? Uh, he did. A he fruity did. choice? Absolutely. I have it on good authority. Yeah. That Sir Donald Bradman used to walk into the parade, uh, the, down the parade, yeah. the colonist there. Love okay? the colonist. You know the colonist? I've been many times. He used to go in there once a month, okay? <laughs> once a month only? Yeah. Once a month, on the exact same day, on every single month, <laughs> and order a cask of fruity Lexia. <laughs> a good authority, lots. I that, have it on very good authority. This used to happen. That Doesn't matter. Doesn't <laughs> does. matter who that is. No. What you can't reveal your source. I can't reveal my source. Um, uh, if you're listening to Triple M Friday night, you might have heard it. Luke Darcy <laughs> is my source. <laughs> God, that's how long you keep your lips tight. Oh. So literally, so Luke Darcy's parents used to own that pub because he, he is a South Australian. Now he's oh, living amazing. over in Victoria. Yeah, and once a month that the Sir Don would come on he in and grab a, grab a cask. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he actually lived upstairs and he'd go down there because he was only young and he'd grab a cask of Fruity Lexia. So we're talking unexpected drinks. That has blown me away. That's, that's right with me. Donald Bradman. Yep. Likes a sweet that's cask it. wine. That's it. 29 tons, this man. And then he's sucking back the old goon bag. <laughs> What the hell? Is he playing Guna Fortune in the backyard? <laughs> Swinging around nicely? <laughs> He'd be great at it. <laughs> Come on, right now we're talking unexpected drink oh, choices. Oh, so, oh. Donald Bradman. The well, Sir Donald. The Sir, 99.94. 99.94. Yeah. 94 is his average? Yep. What's yep. that noise? What's, oh, that's just the, um, the studio blind going nuts. I thought it was the ghost of Bradman trying <laughs> to correct me. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> Once a month. <laughs> yeah, because if he could come back and do anything, it'd be that. Yeah, that's it. Let, let me go to and not, not actually get my average up to 100. <laughs> I'm not going to correct that last duck. No, nah, that's it. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just going to talk to that girl from Triple M Weekend Brecky. <laughs> you know the one? <laughs> the one that's dominating? Lauren. <laughs> Larry and Tomo. <laughs> Anyway, drinks we're talking. he it's loved, he went down to the colonist once a month. Yes. This is according to Luke Darcy. Yeah, that's it. Whose family used to own the colonist. Yeah, 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 yeah. He would get a, a cask of fruity Lexia. Yep, once a month. Once he, a month. On the exact same day. He would be very routine. You'd think so, he, yeah. He, somebody like that yep, would have his his methods of doing everything. Yep, no doubt. We're talking on 4 unexpected drinks. What goes down? And someone's just sent through here, Simon. 35-year-old garbage man. Loves a spritz, a wow. lemon spritz. Lemon okay. spritz. Beautiful. And why wouldn't you? My best friend Angela Vlachos, she's Greek, mm. and she drinks, and I don't know how she does it because it's a very unusual flavour. You're right. She likes ouzo on the rocks. Shut up. No mixer. God. Just on the rocks. That's like, oh, God. It's very licorice. It's very aniseed. Isn't it? I don't mind. I'll have an ouzo and coke. But I'll never. You, you like that licorice flavor. Yeah, I don't, don't you? mind it. But geez, you, you, geez, a night on them, you'd know about it the next day. Be on the throne. She, <laughs> what? She honestly believes that it's because she's Greek and it's like in her DNA to enjoy it. Yeah, right. Well, see, maybe that's why I like a scotch on the rocks or whiskey on the rocks. Yeah, okay. An Irish whiskey on the rocks. Well, I've got something to admit in a guilty pleasure sort of style. Mm. Um, I've spoken to you about this before. I reckon we had a tough day at an old radio station, me and you. God, and that doesn't sound likely. N- no, that's right. We had an ordinary show. It was heaven show. over there. Yeah, we had an ordinary show. and um, <laughs> Again. I remember going home. Mm. I remember going home and on my way home, I, I, I pulled into the bottle mm. and uh, <clears throat> I grabbed um, a bottle of Moscato for Yuck. myself. 
and uh, a six pack of Strongbow original. Oh. Rank. Six pack of Strongbow original. It was midwinter as well. It wasn't even hot. Oh, and were I, you diabetic by sunrise? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I sat up well. I'm telling you, the next thing that I did just really tops it off nicely. I had them there. And for me, I was pretty lazy. Okay. So I didn't put them in the fridge. I put them in the esky right at my feet. And I hopped on the couch and I put on Netflix or Stan or whatever. And, um, I was just looking for a movie that would, um, you know, sort of fit the mood. I know what you're going to say. And I found Mean Girls. <laughs> and I had half a bottle of Moscato and a couple of Strongbows. And my girlfriend, Charlie, walked in and said, tough day, Mark. <laughs> I said, yes, extremely lovely. Leave me alone. <laughs> so my guilty pleasure, I'll pound a Moscato. I will pound a Moscato you, and I've got no issue with the it. The problem with that, okay, everyone starts off with those sort of sp- Sweet drinks, yeah. right? But then they develop their palate over time, and now the idea of going back to a moscato makes me physically ill. Nice. Like I just couldn't actually stomach it. What about you, producer Benny? Would you down a mozzie? Yeah, why not? Yeah. Oh, the other day I was at Dan's, right? You know they've got the five dollar bins. Oh, yeah. yeah. They were clearing out some old tawny port. <laughs> oh, oh, hang on. And so I just bought a bottle, oh, settled God. in. Tawny port, I will allow. <laughs> yeah. I'll allow a tawny port. Times aren't that See? tough, Benny. Come on. <laughs> Come on, mate. I know you got two kids, but Jesus Christ. <laughs> now, Loz. Oh, I'm nervous because I don't know what this is about. It's a bit of a setup. Yeah, I, I walked in this morning, did I not, Ben? And I said, something's happening today. Mm. I can she tell. She goes, where's Tom? And I said, the other studio. And she goes, She's, he's up to something. I, I just knew. Like, straight up. I was just trying to dominate the buttons over there, Loz. That's what I was trying to do. The fact that you <laughs> call it dominating the buttons mm. instead of panelling says yeah. everything you need to know. Yeah, that is true. And I'm actually over the other side of the desk today because it's getting too hard. You're just sitting there <laughs> playing with your toes. It's disgusting. <laughs> oh, God, I clipped him this week. Too. Yuck, don't. Anyway, do you remember <laughs> what we were doing exactly this time last week, Loz? Do you remember? Exactly this time last week. The, the show? Mm, that's right. Yeah, but do you remember what you were talking about? Mm. 168 hours ago. I don't remember what I did yesterday. Oh, really? So what was it? Just do it. Just, okay. Just, just, just stab me in the back. Just get it done. This is what you said this time last week. Um, but I was a little bit <sighs> cheesed off at the beginning <laughs> because I went up to the bar. We were all standing at the bar. Yeah. And I got myself a stubby of uh, Cooper's Sparkling, mm. which is my favourite beer on the in the whole world. Yeah. And then I sort of was standing there. We were all standing there, and I and she goes, "That's uh, nine dollars, thanks." Mm. And I paid for it. Yeah. You know, but with my own money, which is fine. Yeah. And then Matt, our boss, mm. orders three beers. Yep. One for him. Mm-hmm. One for you. Mm-hmm. One for Ben, our producer. Yeah. Puts it all on the company card. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Gets a tax receipt. Mm. And I'm going, what the hell? Now, that was a couple a week and a half ago. On Wednesday afternoon. This is yep. We went to the Franklin Hotel once again. Yeah. Myself, you, Benny, our producer, mm-hmm. and our boss, Maddie. Yeah. Have you had the conversation with our boss Maddie that you were pissed off and annoyed that he bought us beers and not you? I didn't mention it. But you've mentioned it to thousands of people <laughs> on live radio. <laughs> Yeah. Because he's heard it was. And did he not buy you a beer on Wednesday afternoon? Yeah, he did. He did. He hasn't brought it up with me, the fact that he He heard it. He pulled me aside. What did he say? He just found it um, unsavoury. Okay. Unethical. (laughs) You don't know what either of those two words really mean, do you? I'm Googling them now, but (laughs) he just found, like, why would you so early into this relationship go behind his back on live radio and not just have the conversation because he sits right out there and you could tap him on the shoulder and enjoy the chat? I'll tell you for why. Why? Because the same reason why we talk about him passion his wife, because it's good content. (laughs) 
It's got nothing to do with respect or anything like that. He wouldn't have heard the break. He would have been passing his wife. (laughs) I'm just on that. Hang on, darling. I can't hear the radio over all these pashing sounds. You can just imagine old Matty, can't you? You know, his missus is driving along trying to listen to the radio. Come here! We're going to cause an accident. I don't care. Pull Get into over that... here and tongue slam me, lovely. <laughs> pull, in that, pull into that cul-de-sac, darling. <laughs> this is a no-through road. I know. 